0: It is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. Episode one is brought to us by Blueberry Markets. I've been an affiliate for Blueberry Markets for almost two years now, and they have treated my subscribers tremendously. And that's what they're known for doing. They are my number one Forex broker for people outside of the United States. If I was a citizen outside of the United States, this is where I would be because I've been doing this a long time. I've been trading for probably the better part of 11 years now, professional for about six or seven. I don't need much. You just give me MT4, make it work really, really well. And God forbid anything should happen. Make sure I have somebody right there speaking native English to fix the problem. And that's exactly what Blueberry does. And they do it better than anybody. Not only that, if you click my affiliate link, which I'm going to link to you. I'm actually going to link you to the blog so it can give you a lot more information. Um, But my affiliate link is down at the bottom. And if you click that and you sign up through me, you actually get your own guy. You get your own personal concierge who is going to be there to help you onboard and also be there should something ever go wrong. My subscribers have raved about this. Uh, This is not something you normally see in the Forex broker space. And good news. Blueberry has obtained a separate license outside of Australia uh, for two main reasons, I would imagine. Uh, One, to make sure they're not completely governed by all the regulatory nonsense that can go on within Australia and a lot of Western countries for that matter, but Australia does it too. And second, it now allows them to accept traders from more countries than they were dealing with before, including Canada. I did not have a recommended broker for our Canadian traders out there, and that was killing me, Uh, but it was worth the wait. Because now, Canada, you also have access to Blueberry Markets. So check out the link down below in the show notes. That will take you to the blog that will give you all the information you need, including accepted countries, you know, what the link provides, and what you can expect from Blueberry going forward. Uh, But let us also move forward into episode one. Now, this is the part where we kind of rally everybody together and get us all pulling in the same direction. You know, being a contrarian just in life is not always easy. You constantly see the world pretty much traveling in the opposite direction as you. And that world is made up of a lot of really dumb people, but also a lot of successful people too. So often at times, it's it's very common to second guess ourselves. And second guessing ourselves when it comes to our money is a very bad idea. So allow me to take the remainder of this podcast to let you know that yes, you are in the right place and we are looking in the right direction going forward. How far you actually travel in this direction is completely up to you, but we are here to help in the process and to light the path forward as best we can. Now understand, there is a time and a place for a podcast like this, a podcast that covers commodities and certain cryptocurrencies and things like that. Uh, For example, the year 2010 would not have been that time. If you look back to 2010, commodities actually did pretty well for a few years, then right around 2014 it just completely dropped off a cliff. So for your serious buy-and-hold investors, and that's what we are, this would not have been the move. You know what would have been the move? The American stock market. We were still just coming out of the global recession, and the thing was, back then, most people thought we were still going down. There was a lot of fear, there was a lot of uncertainty... And there were still a lot of emotions tied to what just happened two years ago. People lost their savings, entire funds and entire investment banks went out of business, a bunch of businesses went under, and a bunch of people lost their jobs. I can remember driving down the main street of where I grew up, where there used to be a ton of businesses just lining both sides of the street. They weren't there anymore. Like 90% of them weren't. Those spaces were empty, and nobody was coming in to fill them. They just remained empty. You know, mentally and emotionally, you don't just recover from that overnight. But while all of this fear and uncertainty was going on, something else was going on, too. Interest rates on the United States dollar had dropped below 1%. Money and borrowing had become cheap again. And banks were slowly starting to lend out money again. And these were some of the factors that led to the resurgence of Silicon Valley, to a new wave of entrepreneurship. To a lot of companies that had survived the recession, well, now they had just lost most of their competition and had blue skies ahead. So even though a lot of people did not want to put their money in the stock market at this time, the fundamentals were there, and it was absolutely the move. This was the contrarian play. Commodities at this time had become a bit expensive, and stocks relative to commodities were quite cheap, and we were off of the bottom. So there was no more risk of trying to call the bottom at the wrong time and losing more. We had already established some real upwards momentum right around 2010. And if you want to go look at a chart of the S&P 500 right now from 2010 all the way up until now, it's pretty easy to see what would have happened to your investments had you had just done that. And look, one day it's going to be time to do that again. It will be time to rotate your money out of things like commodities, you know, like emerging markets, and maybe even out of crypto. And believe it or not, rotate those things back into boomer stocks, which by then should be very cheap again. It's not terribly difficult. You you find markets that are expensive, and you take your money out of those markets and move them into markets that are clearly cheap. And there will be a time where the American stock market becomes cheap again. But that time is not now. Oh, goodness, no. I will provide a link down below in the show notes showing you the S&P 500 to commodities ratio right now. It is as high as it has ever been. Sentiment is still very high. Look at all of the financial news networks out there. They might spend a little bit of time talking about oil, a little bit of time talking about gold maybe, but that's all you're getting. They spend most of their day talking about the S&P 500 and the companies in it, you know, Pfizer, Amazon, the airlines, because look, it's not the network's fault, you know, it is in their best interest to show people what they want to see. And that is just what most traders and investors are interested in right now. Now, conversely, Bloomberg has one 30-minute show dedicated to commodities. It's called Bloomberg Commodities Edge, and it used to come on every week. And as of May, it now comes on like once every two weeks. I mean, this is how hated and unloved the sector is right now. But if you are able to look under the surface a bit, you're going to see a different story being told. In the show notes, I'm also going to provide you a link of the GSCI Commodities Index. It's a really nice kind of broad scale commodities index that I like to look at. And you will see that we have come off of the bottom, which is good. We don't try to call tops and bottoms here. There is way too much unnecessary risk in doing that. And nobody is ever able to do it consistently. We would rather come off of the bottom and start seeing some real upward momentum coming our way. And that is exactly what we are getting. So look, not only are we in exactly the right place. We are exactly in the right place at exactly the right time. Could the equities market still go up? Absolutely. There are a lot of reasons why this might happen. All of you macro heads out there are familiar with things like melt up and crack up boom, you know, things that are really like just death blows for the overall economy but still make the price of stocks go up. You know, things like this are certainly possible. But if you're looking and thinking long term, how much confidence can you really have in markets like the equities market, in real estate, you know, things like that that are so clearly expensive right now? Going forward, I would so much rather be where we are right now. Looking at markets that are much cheaper, such as commodities, precious metals, base metals, battery metals, agricultural metals, things that have not had the investment. In them necessary to do the things they do at a very high level but resources that we are desperately going to need for the future especially if we have designs on you know building back better and making this brand new electrified economy we have not been able to put the necessary amount of funding into a lot of these mines into a lot of these sectors as a whole and they have not been able to produce at the levels needed for us to move forward demand will go up it already is And because of lack of investment in this sector in the last seven or so years, we have really screwed ourselves in terms of supply. So going forward, you can go right ahead and put your money down on some of these companies that may or not make it. I'm going to go ahead and put my money down on the things that they are all going to need, no matter what they do. Because the time is right. I am also looking at the cryptocurrencies market. Many of you know I already have. Uh, Knowing full well that most of these companies are not going to make it because they never do. But understanding that if I diversify myself and do my best to find the right companies that have the staying power going forward, that I have a very above average chance in being an early adopter into the way banking and computing and maybe just money going forward is done. What's really interesting is in the cryptocurrencies market, most people, almost all people, don't take a very long-term view. They're very short-term. They're very young. You know, They haven't understood the beauty of taking a very long-term view on a lot of these things. So their mistakes, their amateur screw-ups, become our advantage. I have also said in the past on my YouTube channel how I think the balance of power and money is shifting east, away from the west. And if I am right, and this is the case... There will be plenty of opportunities there as well that most people are not even seeing right now. And because we are a solutions-based podcast here, we're not just going to go and point out these opportunities and these sectors and simply point at them and say, hey, look, we're going to go over ways to actually play it. Now, as I said before, please understand and be patient. We need to first go over how to find these opportunities and then how to actually enter and exit these investments going forward. It would be a gigantic disservice to you if I just simply left those parts out. So there's no time like the immediate future to start going over those. So that's what you're going to see in the next couple episodes. And then after that, we're getting into it. Because the stars are lining up, contrarians. And most investors haven't seen it yet. Our time is now. And we need to make moves. Because we are not crazy. We're just early.